This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Puppy Podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk to you about when you should start to train your puppy. I see this question so many times because people think they need to wait till five, six months old or when the puppy's mature, and that just isn't the case. And I want to talk to you about why that isn't the case. Well, first off, it starts even if you don't want it to. Training your puppy starts regardless if you're ready, because your puppy is. Your puppy's been learning from the moment it's been born even if they can't see or hear, but they're learning. Almost like babies. Dogs learn by association. So every minute you are with your puppy from the moment you bring your puppy home, they're learning. They're learning what they can and cannot do, what you do and don't allow. And they're putting two and two together to create a routine for themselves, regardless if you do or don't. So ideally, you'd already have a goal and a purpose for your puppy. So you're prepared on where to start. This gives you a destination, a starting point. So you don't actually have to do two things at once, learn about your puppy and decide on a goal. But unfortunately, not everyone has that knowledge. And that is completely okay. You'll just have to do two things at once. So the first step on training your puppy is having a destination, having that goal. Think about what your lifestyle is, what you want from your puppy and how that fits in with your lifestyle. It's not about creating a lifestyle around your puppy, getting dog walkers and pet sitters because your puppy now has separation anxiety. It's about going, oh, actually, I'm going to have to leave my puppy alone at some point. Let me start preventing separation anxiety. It's all about setting them up for success as well as prevention is better than cure. I have an entire blog post all about goal setting. In the show notes, I'll have it all linked. So once you have a goal, all that training should lead to that goal. So the next step is all that training should lead to that goal. We're all training to lead to whatever goal that may be. Mine is drug detection with my dog. Yours may be to prevent separation anxiety. And from there, you can teach your puppy what is and is not acceptable. For example, whining in his or her crate. But if you're still struggling to decide your goals, for now, my main focus and the what I recommend to all my clients is focus on building engagement, socialization, which I've already done a podcast episode all about socialization, create training to prevent separation anxiety and preventing separation anxiety. All these lead to the to a lovely, balanced, confident puppy, regardless if you have a poor shake and roll over. But it also creates an independent puppy. So although they absolutely love you, they're socialized, they're confident, they can be left alone, which I know regardless if you work from home or not, you will have to leave your puppy in on its own. So they're the main four things that I'd say focus on while you're deciding the goal and what you want from your puppy so I've already spoken about what I like to start teaching my puppies but I also want to talk to you about what if you don't do these things because 
like I've always said, prevention is better than cure. And you need to set your puppy up for success because they do learn by association. So here are a few problems, just to name a few, that you could run into if you don't set your puppy up for success and start training straight away. Leash pulling, a very common one. And most puppies, whether you teach it or not, are going to pull. So start training to walk nicely on a leash straight away. Reactivity. This costs many owners thousands of pounds. Now, again, if you've rescued your puppy, they may already have a bit of reactivity. Go and see a trainer if that is the case. But reactivity with a lovely, you know, confident, well-bred puppy is so easily prevented with the correct socialization. Now, reactivity isn't just barking, lunging at lead. It could be fear, overexcitement, and any other behaviors that we perceive negative. Destruction, oh my God. (laughs) I know from my experience with my own dog, she's chewed up a couple of grand's worth of shoes, toys, whatever it may be, puppies chew, and they don't care if your shoes are your favorite designer, 500 pound pair of shoes. So prevent it, set your puppy up for success. Don't let them get to those shoes because they they don't care and it's so easily prevented. Which leads on to my next point, separation anxiety. Now, the downfall of engagement, which I'll talk about in another episode, is, is separation anxiety. So start leaving your puppy home as soon as you bring your puppy home. As soon as they're, if they're asleep, let them have a couple of hours on their own. They'll be safe. You don't have to spend every minute with your puppy because for the 15 years you'll have this puppy, you will not spend every waking minute with them. So start now, set them up, and they'll be absolutely fine. Next point, which is an absolute, not only is it a killer, I believe the statistics of dogs running away and getting run over is about 1.2 million every year. And that is teach your puppy to not run away. Now, running away is usually caused by incorrect socialization. That was last week's episode. Go and listen. It's an It will save your puppy's life. But teach your puppy to come back to you is a byproduct of engagement. Again, this will be a whole other episode because you don't actually have to teach your puppy a regal. It comes naturally if you do it right. These are all the problems that I see day in and day out, even if they're not my client's dog, but just walking my dog. I see it all the time. And all I think to myself is if that dog was not on a lead, regardless if it's a puppy or a, you know, 35 kilo pound dog, if that dog was not on a lead, that dog wouldn't be with this owner. They'd be running around causing havoc not being a good member of society. If you want to prevent these problems, start now. I cannot stress this enough. It will save you time, energy, stress, money. It'll save quite a few tears. You've been listening to the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. For more tips and advice, follow Think Dog Academy on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.